0: Hello Curiosity Seekers. Welcome to Dissecting Medical History. I'm Ange. I'm a travel nurse, medical history enthusiast, and your host. If you're looking for a storytelling formatted podcast with fun and fascinating topics on history and bios, then you are in the right spot. Please note this is not in any way medical advice. If you have anything that's ever discussed in any of the podcast episodes, please seek medical attention. Now let's get this story started. Okay. Welcome back listeners. Today I have another true crime medical podcast. Or is it medical true crime? I always get those words reversed. But it doesn't matter. I'm back with my true crime buddy co-host now. She's been upgraded. I'm more She's... of a sidekick. I don't do any of the research. No. Yeah. That's what sidekicks do, right? Yeah. Just... I'm your Andy Richter or whatever. You're supposed to like ask the good critical questions. Yes. You're supposed to make me look bad so like <laughs> like work, it on you, didn't it. work on it. you didn't look that up. You didn't look that up. Okay, with the quick phone, so you can look things up really quick. Okay, so today's story is going to be about Catherine Wilson. Okay, so it's uncertain when exactly the poisoning life of Catherine Wilson started. But she definitely ended with quite the trail of bodies. Uh Uh-oh. I couldn't find anything on Catherine before 1854. She appeared on a census that stated she was around thirty six. But then 10 years later on a census she was stating she was only 40. Hmm. So even her age is questionable. <laughs> she's lying about her age. There are records of her being baptized by a John and Elizabeth Wilson in 1813. So so uh, she was probably a kid or a baby. Well, yeah, not or... a baby when they baptized, so fifth 1854 so she's uh, who knows. Okay. So in 18 18- 54, Catherine was housekeeping for a man named Peter Maurer in Boston, Lincolnshire. He died very soon after changing his will to leave Catherine his money. Well, he was exhumed in 1862, but there was no traces of poison found, and it was determined he died under suspicious circumstances. So she, they think she did kill him at some point, but Mm -hmm. they don't have any proof of it. In 1855, Catherine, under the disguise of Constance Wilson, rented out a room at the bottom half of a home from a widow named Mrs. Maria Somis in London. Catherine ended up poisoning her with uh, this, it's a, um, Medication is well, it's from the crocus plant. Okay, it's um, the colchicine, it's a it's it's what's made makes colchicine the medicine it is. Colchicine is a medication used for gout, yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but colchicine is very poisonous in large amounts, it could be very poisonous. Oh, okay, so. I didn't know that until there was a true crime show. And this girl had ordered Colchicine for, to, to kill her patient, to kill her patient, to kill her, <laughs> her boyfriend's mother. Oh. I feel like I've told this story before. She, she, she kills a mother and then she tried to blame it on her boyfriend hmm. when he was like, they broke up or whatever. Anyway, it's a good story. But I don't remember her name or anything. But she used colchicine, which is for gout. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So that's what um, she poisoned this lady with. <laughs> Long hmm. story short. Yeah, don't it's interesting. Anybody... I've never heard of anybody poisoning with colchicine before. Yeah. Don't. Um, well, they. So it's very um, easy to overdose. I mean, it, the it's narrow. It's a narrow window. Right. So they're very careful when they prescribe colchicine that you don't get too much of it Right. it's one of those meds you have to be very careful with yeah. so please nobody out there poison anybody with your colchicine medication don't overdose on your colchicine medication please be warned legally covered now yes okay so Catherine ended up poisoning her with that medication she came up with this story that she had committed suicide because a man named taylor was going to marry her but instead took her money so Catherine went so far as to write a letter by this tailor person and she didn't even bother to fake the handwriting or anything. So later they discovered this letter and just realized that the handwriting was the same as Catherine's. It was also <laughs> suspicious how her husband Dixon died. That was in 1856. She said that he started to drink and died of consumption. That was what she had told his family and the police that wanted to do an autopsy. She said, "No, no, he has a fear. Nah, of, we of, don't need one of those. He has a fear of postmortem, um, cutting up. Like he's postmortem. Don't, don't cut him up. He's a yeah, fear but of. He can't have fear anymore. He dead, right? But she was afraid. So the police finally conceded and let him get buried with an autopsy." Shoo! So she didn't get caught for that death. I was lucky. Dixon's aunt stayed in touch with Catherine Wilson. But at this point, Catherine was using an alias, Constance Wilson. So I think the aunt knew her as Constance. Maybe the husband knew her as Constance. Okay. So it's all kind of blurry. 1850s, you know, it's kind of a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of details. It was reported that she also used the name Mrs. Taylor with Dixon's aunt. Catherine had a house that she would take care of people in she was claiming she was a nurse I don't think she was because like I said she was doing domestic work for that Peter guy mm-hmm. but she was taking care of these people probably trying to do the same thing she did with that other lady take their money well Dixon's aunt her name was Anne Atkinson she was a Milner from Kirby Lonsdale. She used to make trips to London annually, and on her last fateful trip, 1860, she stayed with Catherine. She brought with her a very large sum of cash, which, of course, disappeared. Mm, Imagine that. (laughs) Then a very violent sickness came on. She told her nephew, Leonard Dixon Lund, who lived in London, while she was laying in his arms dying, That Mrs. Taylor's last meal was horrible. She said. I never tasted such hogwash stuff in my life. (laughs) She died two days later. Hmm. It came as a shock. To Joseph Atkins. Her husband. Because he received a telegram from her. Just right before. So of course he rushed off to London. But it was a little too late. I'm not sure if he got to see her or not. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking that probably. Catherine. Well, I'll talk about it in a second. It just dawned on me how she might have gotten the name Mrs. Taylor. Oh, as far okay. as, like, well, wouldn't it be suspicious if there wasn't a Mr. Taylor around? But it just dawned on me what. Okay, so after Anne's death, she tried to get the money out of her husband with some sob-, sob stories. She had a a man named Thomas Taylor, who I think was her lover, mm. but she claimed him as a husband. So that's how she got the Mr. Taylor and because he didn't live there anymore she could say he left her or that he died but I think she told the sob stories that he left her. Mm-hmm. So that's what just dawned on me. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I think, um, but I think he was a lover and he just left her. He had his own wife and kids. So they weren't married. I think that's Yeah, the funny thing is like she also named that other guy Taylor? So maybe it's yeah. just a common name, but they, I don't think they, they could have been related. Anyway, so, this guy Taylor, Thomas Taylor, he tried to set the record straight with Mr. Atkinson and told him that she was such, a, she was a liar, that he didn't take off with her money. She's just, um, she's, she's not a good, she's not a good person. Yeah. A woman named Jane Jackson, who was a young mother, whom Catherine Taylor, or Catherine Wilson, Mm -hmm. also came to stay with as a nurse and companion. While the husband was away, Mrs. Jackson died, and Catherine withdrew 200 pounds from her bank account, Mm -hmm. and there was no trace of poison found in her exhumed body body either. Hmm. I think they exhumed her a little too late, too. Yeah. So, but she was one of the body counts that they knew of. I imagine, especially back in those days, there's a lot of things that they wouldn't be able to, they would be able to find on an autopsy. Yeah, if they didn't have a test to specifically point out a poison, they had to go by evidence of what a poison did to a body. Oh, right. Yeah, that makes so sense. So if it deteriorated in a certain pattern or something like that, then they can go, oh, that looks like arsenic. Right. And then they would deduce that was the poison. Right. Anne Atkins' body was exhumed twice. The first was a year after she had died. And they did find traces of arsenic. But a year later, it was ex- exhumed again. They weren't able to find any traces of the arsenic. Hmm. The funny thing is, she was taking care of a lady named Mrs. Carnell. And Mrs. Carnell, she, while... <laughs> This, I'm laughing because the story is just so funny. She she got Mrs. Carnell to sign over her life insurance to her, mm-hmm. even though she wasn't a widow or anything. Her husband was in the other room. What when she, when she tried to kill her? So she took sulfuric acid and tried to kill this lady. She gave it to her almost straight up. It was, like, in a drink, but she gave her a lot. Oh, my God. And, like, it could have killed 50 people. Good Lord. It's sulfuric acid. So this lady spit it out and called for her husband. The husband came running into the room and found that the carpet was, like, burning. Oh, my God. From the That's how much she gave her. Good Lord. Lord. I don't know that there was much damage or anything to her mouth. She spit it out pretty quickly. But they she did run and she was arrested, but she was cleared of the charges because they couldn't really she she was blaming the pharmacist. Oh my and they, god. And that they gave her the wrong bottle, but I mean, they said yeah, it was like it was so dumb. So she was acquitted of the charges. Wow. Yeah. But she, okay, so she was found guilty for that other lady, Mrs. Soomas, the one that I told you, she tried to say committed suicide. Right. So she was found guilty for her murder, but they weren't able to get her on any of the others because after they exhumed the body, like I said, they weren't able to find any of the proof. So. Well, that but sucks was, for the, the next uh, the next victims. However. I'm sure there are more. Well, she was found guilty. Okay. So, of that one. So, at least she got okay. caught on one. And she was hung at Newgate Prison. She was the last woman to be publicly hanged oh, there okay. on October 20th, 1862. There were thousands of people there to watch that day, and none of them had any mercy for her. Wow. the judge thought she was the worst criminal ever. She had no one to be on her side. They, um, She said that all the victims died of natural causes and nothing to do with her. <laughs> yeah, like all, I don't think so. <laughs> like all cases, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, um, but anyway, so uh, she was just saying she's at the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time. That's Right? So that is the story of Mrs. Catherine Wilson, a.k.a. Constance Wilson, a.k.a. Mrs. Taylor, a.k.a. (laughs) Whatever Whatever she was going by that day. Right. So anyway, um, I know that's a pretty short story. I feel like I've inundated people with a lot of stories lately. So maybe we'll just leave it at that. You think? That sounds good to me. That was a good one. I love you some true crime and yeah so because there's not a lot i don't have a lot to say but i did i did you know a lot of of the websites or a lot of the things i read too were real short and they kept talking about that one lady who spit out the sulfuric acid Mm -hmm. and i was able to find some more about her and the husband and the aunt and all that stuff so that was more of interesting tale when i first read about her i was like okay i'm gonna come she's the poisoner there's one victim i don't have any more info yeah <laughs> i like to get to the nitty-gritty of things yeah anyway. hey she got caught she, she got, got punished caught. so that all right makes so. me happy um so thanks for listening and we'll catch you with the next episode which i will be longer <laughs> <laughs> all right bye, bye.